What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. And today we have an incredible guest. We got John Gordon in the house. John has written 24 different books all about positive leadership and positivity. Uh, some incredible books like The Power of a Positive Team and The Power of Positive Leadership. He's just written so many incredible books, Energy Bus. So we're excited to have John Gordon on the podcast today. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Click that subscribe button and share this episode with a friend. I think this is such an important episode for any leader and just any person in general because positivity helps us to be better leaders. And so we're going to jump into our conversation with John Gordon. Just did some push-ups. I got to get a breath for a second. What is up, everybody? My name is Matt. Welcome back to the Leader Swift Podcast. I got John Gordon on the phone uh, with us. How's it going today, John? Matt, doing great. How are you? Man, I'm so good. Sitting here uh, on my way to Albuquerque uh, to preach to a church tonight. It's going to be fun. How are you? Congrats on the book launch today. Man, we're uh, we're doing good. Really excited about it. Seems to be a great response so far. So I'm I'm looking forward to people reading it and hearing P.J. Fleck's story and learning how he rode the boat through adversity to create two successful programs and turn around adversity in his life. It's a really cool story. That's amazing. Uh, John, There's we got 15 minutes, but there's so much I could ask you on leadership. But why don't you just tell our listeners just a little bit about you and your leadership journey? How did you get into leadership and especially positive leadership? The interesting thing was I never really – went towards leadership immediately. It was all about positive energy. It was being more positive. And as I started to work with companies and organizations talking about positivity, I started to see a gap in leadership. I started to see how people were negative because the culture was bad and leaders weren't driving the culture. So I naturally started to move in that direction of what leaders needed to do to improve their organizations, their teams. And at the same time, God started putting me you know, on the path of various leaders. I started to work with various leaders, Dabo Sweeney and great coaches like Mike Smith from the Falcons at the time and Jack Del Rio and then Eric Spolstra, Sean McVay and Dave Roberts with the Dodgers and all these various coaches and leaders and companies, Evan Spiegel, founder and CEO of Snapchat and others. And I started to really see what great leaders did, how they led their organizations, how they improved them, how they turned around. I also saw when things went bad and when they made mistakes. So I learned from that as well. And so as I started to work with leaders, I naturally started to talk more about leadership. So I would say it's a calling. I didn't really try to do this. I could see how God led me to do this work to talk about positive leadership. And now passionate about developing positive leaders around the world, because this is not just a nice way to lead. This is the way to lead, to impact your team, your organization, to get results, to develop great relationships, to lead with purpose and vision, love and accountability, demanding but not demeaning, loving but not enabling. Like This is the way to truly lead. No, I totally, I'm on the same page. I feel like the more I'm around leadership, nobody wants to follow a negative leader. I've not met one person who says, 
I just I want to follow that person because they're just so negative. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, throughout history, people have followed negative leaders in the past, unfortunately. And sometimes leaders can be negative at times, right? We see it in politics a lot. But but people love to follow a vision. They love to follow a greater calling. They love to follow someone who wants to make a difference, someone who has a great desire to create positive change in the world. And they follow the leader first, though. So who you are really determines whether people will follow you or not. And are you someone who is trying to make a positive impact? Are you someone who cares about others? Do you care about your country? Do you care about your future? Do you care about our future? Do you care about kids' lives, right? So we're seeing how leaders impact everything. And I'm not big on politics. I'm huge on principles. Wow. That's that's good. Um, what is like one way that you would, you're, if you're talking to a leader, you're like, here's like a tip of how to just be more positive as a leader. Here's how you can lead with that positive attitude and that positive mindset so that your team can rally better around that vision. Like, what would that tip be that you would give? It's knowing that if you don't have it, you can't share it. So every day you have to make sure you're feeding yourself in order to feed others. Feed yourself with the positivity that you need in order to feed your team. And so encouragement is essential, right? But you first have to encourage yourself. The word encourage means to put courage into. So every time you encourage yourself, you put encourage into yourself. When you encourage your team, you put encourage into them. Best advice I ever heard, Dr. James Gills, only person on the planet to complete six double Ironman triathlons. That's a double Ironman, which wow. means you do an Ironman. A day later, you do another one. Last time he did it, 59 years old, he was asked how he did it. He said, I've learned to talk to myself instead of listen to myself. Like, that's my number one tip. Talk to yourself. Don't listen. If you listen, you hear all the fear, the doubt, the complaints, all the reasons why you can't accomplish something, all the reasons why you can't finish this race. But if you talk to yourself, you can feed yourself with the words and the encouragement that you need to keep on moving forward. Negative thoughts are lies. They're always coming in. They will tell you things about yourself and your future that just aren't true. You have to speak truth to those lies. Walk in that truth. Walk in that power. And that truth, that power will give you strength to keep on moving forward and make you a better leader to lead your team and to lead others. Wow, that's so good. That, that's really just good. That's really practical. I think something that leaders struggle with, and it's just humans in general, is the way, especially in our culture, our brains are wired. Um, you'll sit down and you'll talk to somebody and you'll tell them 10 great things about them. You'll tell them one thing they need to work on and their mind only focuses on that one thing they feel like they're awful at um, instead of the 10 positive things. What's a way that leaders can fight against the negative voice they get from other people where they can focus on the more positive? Well, the key is to rewire your brain from negative to positive. So you focus more on the positive. You take a gratitude walk each day. That's what I do. I say what I'm thankful for. When you appreciate, you elevate your mood, your performance, the people around you. So you start practicing gratitude every day. What am I thankful for? What do I appreciate? Start looking for the good. When you look for the good, you find more good. Train your brain to start seeing that. At the end of the day, start a success journal. What's the one thing that went great today? Not all the things that went bad. 
but what's the one thing that went right? The one great meeting, the one great accomplishment, the one conversation that made you laugh and smile. Focus on that one thing each day. Start a success journal. You do that before bed. Your brain is now thinking about the positive before you go to bed. You wake up in the morning, you're ready to take on the day and create something good again. As you start celebrating your successes, you start looking for them. And that creates more of a, a focus on the positive. So those are just some simple exercises you can do. You can focus on what you get to do every day instead of what you have to do. So change your have to's to get to. Another little tip. We have all this in our leadership training, by the way. We give leaders a whole set of tools to be a more positive leader so they can better lead others. And we have a power of positive leadership training that we're, we're sharing. We're equipping leaders with these tools to one, lead yourself, and then to, and then to lead others through building great relationships. It's essential, right? So get to versus have to. And then another one, a really key one is turn every challenge into an opportunity. So whenever you go into a challenge and there's something negative, just ask yourself, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I get better because of this? When COVID hit, I had to do that, right? Didn't know what the future held. I'm a speaker. No one's having events on stages. So I asked myself, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? How am I going to adapt and innovate and change to get better? And those conversations with myself and with others allowed me to grow during this time instead of retreating during this time. That's so good. That's so good. And I think something so important is when we are focusing on the positive, that doesn't mean we're not writing down things or journaling about things we need to grow in. Everybody has to grow, um, but it means just focusing on those positive things. Well, we, you know, we do that enough, right? We already are looking at the things we need to improve upon. We're always beating ourselves up in many ways. So yeah. I think, I don't think like, you know, hey, I need a little more negative on myself right now. I'm just too positive to myself. I don't know how many people say that, but you just nailed it. This is not about seeing the world through rose-colored glasses. This is knowing you have the power to overcome the thorns. This is not about ignoring reality. It's about maintaining optimism, belief, and faith in order to create a better reality. You confront the situation. You address the reality. This stinks. This is bad. This is tough. You own it. You accept it. And then you say, okay. How can I make it better? What can I do to improve it? Again, what can I learn from this? I made this mistake. I own it. I admit it. Okay, how can I grow from it? What do I need to do now going forward? So you don't sugarcoat anything, but you don't allow negativity to sour the situation. Wow, that's so good. Um, as we just have like a couple more minutes left, what would just be like your last encouragement? I, I, I do want to uh, talk just briefly about your new book you wrote. Um because I think it's so powerful. Um, but what's like a last like encouragement for leaders who are just like, I need, I just need help in this area. Um, I think of all the bad things I do and I focus on those bad voices. Like what's that one thing that I can do right now to just grow? Well, as I wrote in the garden, your negative thoughts are not coming from you. Who would ever choose to have a negative thought? Think about that for a moment. Would you ever choose a negative thought that sabotages you? No. Thoughts are spiritual. They exist in consciousness. They're always coming in. The internet cloud of consciousness. Our brain is the hardware. We're always downloading thoughts to our brain. And so just because you have a negative thought doesn't mean you have to believe it. So it really is important to understand that because so often the thought comes in, we believe it, we reinforce it, we speak it out loud, and then we feel guilt and shame for having that negative thought in the first place when it didn't come from us in the first place. Once you understand this, there's a lot of freedom in knowing your negative thoughts are not from you. The key is don't believe the lies that they tell 
do what Dr. James Gills did, speak truth to those lies. And this is like the number one thing you can do because it will change your mindset. It will change your understanding because we have a spiritual enemy that wants to sabotage you and fill you with lies in order to discourage you. And you have to understand you don't give up because it's hard. You give up because you get discouraged. And that's why encouragement is so essential. So one way to encourage yourself as we finish is to really focus on your purpose. Like every day, remember why you leave. We don't get burned out burned out because of what we do. We get burned out because we forget why we do it. So what is your why? What is your purpose? Why do you leave? Every day you get up, you're not always going to feel positive. But your purpose should give you something to be positive about. So focus on your purpose. Lead with that purpose each day to make a difference, to make an impact. Don't forget that. Remember that. And don't allow life and negativity and adversity to sabotage that purpose or steal you of that. Remember that purpose. Focus on that. And allow that to drive you each day. And, and the truth is, you won't run out of gas. When we replenish others, we get replenished. So you continue to serve and lead and impact and commit to others. And you will receive the energy you need to keep on making a difference. It's only when we forget that, we forget our purpose, that we get burned out. And we get burned out from purpose deficiency, not vitamin deficiency. I'm, you know, Sometimes wow. vitamins, but more often purpose. And that's essential as you go forward. That's so good. Thank you so much, John, for being with us. Where can people find your brand new book, Row the Boat? Row the Boat. I wrote it with PJ Fleck, and honestly, it's it's mostly his story, his principles, what he used at University of Minnesota, Western Michigan University, to turn around those programs. Two ter- ter- two programs he turned around. Wanted to know how he did it. He's a young coach. He's only forty, and he built great cultures in both places using Row the Boat. So. They can find that anywhere books are sold, Amazon. My website is johngordon.com, J-O-N, gordon.com, Instagram, Twitter, at J-O-N, gordon11, if people want to connect with me there. J-O-N, gordon11, I'm always sharing encouragement there to encourage people, and hopefully uh, we'd love to connect with everyone. Yeah, you you really are. I, I know I've just, I bought a stack of your books, I think, a year ago. I bought probably 12 of your books. I, don't, I can't count that high on how many books that you've written. Uh, do you know the number? <laughs> it was uh, 24 was today. Road the Boat was now my 24th book. So, and that includes That's amazing. Uh, five, that five, or, five or children's books. So five children's books. That's incredible. Well, uh, I know people can stack up their Amazon wish list uh, with 24 incredible books that will just change the way people think. Um, I just know I've used some of those principles even in my marriage, um, and it's just been a game changer. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Relationship grit for anyone who's struggling with a marriage. Encourage them to read that one that my wife and I wrote. And it's not like some glorified book of how great our marriage is. This is what went wrong, how I almost ruined it, how my wife almost left me, and how we turned things around. So I I think people will get a lot out of relationship grit. That's amazing. Thank you so much, John. All right. Thanks, Matt. Take care. All right.